Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, episode 145, All Falls Down. I hope everyone had a good weekend, good people. The month of February is almost over. Black History Month is almost over, even though we should be celebrating ourselves 365 days of the year, okay? (sighs) You know, but that's for another day. But why more on that topic? Why do we keep saying when certain things happen, oh, not during Black History Month, not during Black History Month, like y'all don't be doing shit throughout all the months, okay? Like, that's why I just don't understand the whole concept of the Black History Month. Like, why would they only give us one month, the shortest month out of all the months? And I just feel like we should be celebrating ourselves every day every 365 days not just one month okay let's not just seclude ourselves to just one month and the shortest month okay so like I said I wasn't gonna get into it but I kind of did on the sneak tip because it kind of like irritated me because I just keep seeing these comments every time something happened or something ain't go right people like oh no not doing black history month oh my god so I wonder if I'm gonna see the same in March, are y'all gonna be like, oh no, not during St. Patrick's Day? Like, what, what's, what's, what's going on? What's, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? So, you know, today is Wednesday, Hump Day. Okay. Um, yesterday, everyone had their magical two to twenty-two day. Okay. I've seen a lot of weddings on my timeline. Seen some babies be born. You know, the numbers supposed to mean something you know very magical positivity everything like that so you know congratulations to everyone i'm upset with myself because i should have went out and played the number okay because yes i do play the lottery sometimes so i should have went out and played the number i don't know if the number came out but um i definitely should have went and played a little something something just to see you know what my luck was doing um it's a lot has been going on y'all um you know, right now, uh, I don't know. It looks like we're probably about to go to war. You know, the Russia and Ukraine uh, situation. Um, you know, I'm not going to touch on it too much. But what I am going to say, if this is to happen, um, the info... Uh, they just say this, put it like this... People, I heard someone say that it's going to be good for the economy, but then I read stuff and I'm like, mm, that's not what I got from that. Uh, you know, gas prices are going to go extremely high, higher than they are right now. 
So it just really puts everything in a whole complete different perspective. Um, I will say, you know, in the group chat, you know, I love, you know, bringing a group chat to y'all because, you know, y'all can't be in it. But I love bringing it because, you know, it just helps sometimes with, you know, getting things started. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, my friend, she brought up a group point in the group chat. She was just like, you know, you know, what is Biden doing? Because when Trump was in office, everybody was like, oh, you know, uh, be scared with Trump because, you know, his relations with Russia and everything like that. But when he was in office, we didn't have none of this going on. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, you know, that was something good that she brought up. I was trying to figure it out myself. I do know and I do, you know, uh, I did read that, you know, Biden's son has some companies over in Ukraine and some dealings over in Ukraine. And I do believe at a prior press conference, um, they had asked Joe that question and he kind of just like, you know, brushed it off. He didn't really answer it. He didn't really get into it. And so, you know, we will, you know, never know. Um, all I can say is save, save, save as much as you can because we just don't know what is going to happen next. Okay. Um, you know, the pandemic is still here, even though all of a sudden everything is magically opening, numbers are so-called going down and all these things, you know, we're still in the midst of this pandemic. So it's just a lot, you know, America, I just don't understand. Like if somebody was to ask me, you know, where should I move? And I want to come to America. I'd be like, girl, don't come here. Or guy, boy, don't come here. Stay far as way as you can. Okay. Because it's a mess over here. It's a complete shit show. You know how I used to say on my previous episodes, if you are a dedicated listener, I used to be like, when Trump was in office, this was like, loving hip-hop okay it was just a reality show it was just off the chain and this is what america has turned into it turned it's turned into a complete shit show okay and a lot of things you know are happening um a lot of uh powerful leaders are you know letting certain power struggle and structure get to their heads and it's just a lot so you know, all I can say at this time, you know, just continue to be prayed up and sage because we don't know when the next dollar is going to come from. And with things the way that they are, you know, grocery prices spiking, gas prices spiking, you know, truckers talking about they're going to go on strike because of mandates. It's a lot. And, you know, um, like Cardi B said, China not fucking with us. Like, it's a lot. And a lot of things do come from China. So, you know, it, it's a lot. But and we're going to start the show off, you know, with Damn America. So, you know, Mitch McConnell, you know, y'all know <laughs> Mitch McConnell. A lot of people <laughs> are over him. A lot of people think, you know, that he's just this nasty person, you know, racist person. And he may be. You never know. Um, he reminds me of, um, the principal off of the Simpsons. What was his name? Mr. It's not Mr. No. What the hell was his name? I gotta think. I gotta think. Cause I watch the Simpsons every night. Don't judge me. Okay. I like, I love that show and I watch it when I wait for my other shows to come on. It's a very good show. Okay. Um, and it has been around for a long time. It has predicted a lot of things. 
um, yeah, he reminds me of the principal off of there. But I came across this article and I came across, you know, some things I was looking at. Um, because I'm a subscriber to the hill. I know. I, I know. I just be in stuff. I'm telling y'all, COVID has really like opened my eyes, opened up my brain, and I'm just like on things. So I am a subscriber of the hill. I get notifications, things like that. So I got a notification about his article about Mitch McConnell um says that he didn't think that Biden's announcement to nominate a black woman to um uh um to oh what did he nominate her as I'm so sorry um nominated her to be the Supreme Court was inappropriate so you know he said on Tuesday on a magical day of two 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 okay a magical day of two 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 I tell you listen that day was supposed to be that day was about blessings and miracles okay and look at this this is a miracle here he said that he didn't believe that um, his promise to nominate a black woman was inappropriate. You know, he heard a lot of chatter from people saying that it was inappropriate for the president to announce it, that he was going to put an African-American woman on court. And, you know, he just honestly said he didn't feel that it was inappropriate. And he said this during a um, um, commence event that he held in Kentucky. And these were in front of the... You know, I'm sure these are in front of all Republicans. And, you know, he quoted and said that President Reagan had promised to put a woman on the Supreme Court, uh, Sandra Day O'Connor. That was going to be the woman that he promised to put in the Supreme Court. And then, you know, he put that President Trump promised to put a woman on the Supreme Court when Ruth died. And so, you know, he said he's not complaining about that. Um, he also mentioned, too, that the president's nominee to the high court will be treated better than the Brett Kavanaugh. Okay. Now, this is probably where he kind of lost me here. And the Brett Kavanaugh, you know, he was pretty much kind of on trial before he can get his nomination because of all the sexual things that had came out, um, you know, against him. And a lot of women, um, to, to this day are very upset that he was able to get through and pull through with this, um, with this position. So, you know, he mentioned that and he was saying, you know, he just hoped, you know, that person gets treated better than him. Um, uh, saying that, um, he said, you know, he, he said, I think one thing I can promise you for sure, if you remember the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation, that this confirmation would not occur like that. Um, he said, I think we believe the Supreme Court nominee ought to be respectfully treated, thorough, vetted, and then voted upon. Okay, so I guess what he's saying to this, maybe I'm wrong the way I'm reading this. I guess he's saying that whoever Biden nominates should be able to get a fair type of fair treatment and not be um, looked upon or discarded because of the color of her skin. Maybe I'm not getting it. Maybe I'm not, uh, you know, reading into that correctly, but I'm just still trying to figure out why he would mention Brett Kavanaugh, but um, a lot of Republican senators, you know, they criticize the president with this. 
Um, they were very, you know, vocal about it. Um, uh, who, let me see. The main person was Ted. Ted S was, you know, he said that he found it um, offensive. He said, you know, the fact that he's willing to make a promise that outset that it must be a black woman. You know, he kind of say he he's offended by that. He said, you know, black women are what? Six percent of the U.S. population, and he's saying to ninety-four percent of Americans, "I don't give a damn about you. You're ineligible." You know that's what Cruz said on a podcast. Okay, this is my comment for Ted Cruz, <laughs> and it's just like, bro, how fucking dare you? Okay, okay, so. I guess what he's trying to say or trying to convey is that is Biden sparking up um, this so-called division and racism because he's nominating a black woman, whereas there may be eligible women of other races that can do the job as well. Okay, that may be true. Two. What I don't understand is, and what I find very disturbing is that we make up 6% of the U.S. population. Now, that is very fucking disturbing. If nobody, you know, picked that out or listened to that from anything that he said, that was a little, you know, crazy. And I actually want to Google that and see if that is very true. Um, Let me see. Because I need to know. If he um telling the truth. Okay, so says is it's growing. Twenty nineteen there were forty six point eight million people who identify as black, making up roughly forty percent of this country's population. It's a twenty nine percent increase and it's roughly thirty six point two million black Americans. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, okay, third of the U.S. population is 22 or younger. Okay. Wow, the South has more blacks than anything, 56%. New York has the largest black population. And, of course, we know Atlanta. Third is uh, DMV, Washington, D.C. Four, Chicago. Five, Philly, Miami, Dallas, Houston, Detroit, and then Los Angeles. Wow, so number one is New York, Newark, and... Yeah, New York, Newark. Okay, all right. Uh, But I'm trying to get to the percentage. Oh, okay. So more than third of black people live in households headed by married couples, 38%. Female household, 32%. Okay. All right. So we getting up there, but I still don't see where he getting this 6% from for the women. I'm really trying to find it and understand it, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't agree with that statement at all. I just, I kind of, like, I understand where he, you know, 
Roughly 7%. Okay. I understand what he kind of was trying to say. But I think it's the wrong messenger. But even still, it came off very racist. Because it's like, why can't a black woman be in, in the head of the Supreme Court? Now, my only issue with Joe doing this is because... Joe ain't done nothing really for the black community and we're the reason why he got into office, okay? Because, you know, he had this big turnout for black Americans. Of course, you know, he talked to us like shit, told us that we wasn't black and we ain't vote for him. But, you know, we still took our asses out there and vote, you know, marched, hustled, whatever the fuck we did. And I don't want this to be like one of those symbolism type of things because you know you're putting somebody in there and trying to make it seem like it's something for us and giving us some type of symbolism where it's just like okay we don't need symbolism we really you know want to make sure that we're getting our feet it getting our seat and feet at the table so on the other hand like I understand what Ted was trying to say but his delivery was horrible. I don't like the delivery of it. And I honestly don't agree a little bit. And I may be sounding a little crazy because, you know, yet again, black women are very, we're, we're, we're amazing. We're smart. We're intelligent. You know, we carry, we carry this motherfucker on our back. Okay. And that comes for all races. We take on every issue okay so i'm just trying to figure out like the direction of it so you know they they're upset you know the typicals cruz graham um you know graham said something about he argued that to move to nominate a black woman to female court was not affirmative action like what the fuck are you even talking about affirmative action like what are you talking about so I think it's big that Mitch came out and is running a different narrative. But also, we have to remember, people, that these midterm elections are starting to come up. So, people are going to say any and everything and do any and everything because they want to still be in charge. They still want to hold their seats. Whereas, I feel when it comes to these Supreme Court seats... And even when it comes to these Congress seats and these Senate seats, it needs to be an age limit. It needs to be an age limit. And once you reach a certain age, you cannot run anymore because everyone that's in these seats and these in these um, Senate seats, they're old as dirt. And half of them that's in these seats haven't done nothing for their states that they're representing. And we, you can Google that for a fact. Like, look at... Um, for example, Maxine Water, she ain't done shit. Um, Nancy ain't done shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it should be an age limit for these people to cap because they're all getting old. And then when the midterms come and when it's time for Joe to run again, Joe can't run again. Joe's health is deteriorating. Like he doesn't need to run again. And, you know, having Kamala as the president, no. We all know who we wanted if it was going to be a black woman as the president. We all know we wanted Michelle Obama, okay? 
We all know we want Michelle Obama. And Michelle says she's not trying to do any of that, okay? She's trying to be with Barack. They chilling at their home, probably smoking a little bit of weed and relaxing. And it's just like, who does the Democrats have? You know, we need someone fresh. We need somebody young. And at this point, I don't even care about the race. I don't care about the white, black. I don't care about any of that. You know, now it comes to the place of what are you doing? You know, what are you offering? Does your does your way that you want to run things align with my mindset? Because at the point end of the day, this black, white thing, and I'm voting for color and I'm voting for this, it ain't working. Okay. It ain't working for neither races, is my opinion. So it needs to be an age limit and we just need somebody fresh. We need somebody new, somebody young. And will we get that for either party? Who knows? We probably won't. You know, Trump is setting to probably run again if he don't get locked up for the shit that happened on January 6th. I mean, this he done created a whole new social media for himself okay it's called the truth app okay i try to sign up for it of course because i have to keep up with these things i'm on a waiting list (laughs) like there's a waiting list to get in this app that's how bad people want to hear what he has to say and to see what they on there you know discussing and talking about like he got kicked off of twitter kicked off of instagram all these things and he done went and created a whole nother app like that's how serious he probably is about getting things out there and probably running again so it was just noble of mitch to do that noble of him to say that but we can't a hundred percent you know, be like, okay, I bang with Mitch. Like, okay, Mitch is, you know, all right, Mitch is coming. No, because we don't know what these people, like, we we don't know what they're capable of. We don't know any of this. All we know is that now all of a sudden, he probably trying to get, you know, black people on his side, whatever the case may be, or he just may have an epiphany on that day. Who knows? But what I do know is this. I don't see a problem with it being a black woman's Supreme Court. I think it's a grand idea. I think it's a beautiful idea. I mean, but at the end of the day, I don't want my black woman that gets into that position to be carry the weight of others. You know what I'm saying? I don't want people to be putting so much on her because we already have to carry weight with everything that's happening in America with all races, like I said before. And like, you know, Malcolm X used to say, the most disrespected woman is a black woman. And, you know, I don't need them getting up in there, you know, saying any and everything to her and disrespecting her. I need my girl to hold it down, whoever it's going to be. And I would just appreciate if for one day, okay, for for once in a lifetime, that these, you know, racist people can just put this shit and let it go. But when you're dealing with racism, when you're dealing with racist it's hard for them to see things because they have been trained and raised to only see one thing. So, you know, at the end of the end of end of the day, I don't see an issue with it. I think it's I think it's dope. You know, Mitch McConnell, like I said, kudos to you. I liked it. It was cute, but I can't trust it. And I'm not going to trust it because I know what is about to come up. Okay. So any little thing that he's saying and any little thing that he's backing, it probably has a con. It probably has something to go along with it. I'm sure of that. I'm sure. 
Um, so let's get into our other, um, uh, damn America topic. Um, let me see y'all. Um, mm. Okay. So at, um, this university here, uh, Sony, Sony University, Pretty much, um, this professor got called out for the class syllabus favoring non-white folks. Oh, okay. So the way the kids is getting mad, y'all. Okay, they get mad because um, allegedly the professor was saying she would be calling on non-white kids first letting others lead academic discussions in class. And school officials, you know, they removed her class syllabus after students reported the professor filing a discrimination complaint. <laughs> so they mad, y'all. They mad. I don't see that wrong with it. I mean, what's wrong with it? What, what's the matter? So now they sound discriminated against. Okay, so the class that she does is a social change introduction to psychology class. And so basically it says it gives priority to non-white folks, to women, and to shy and quiet people who rarely raise their hands. It gives them time to start the discussions off first. If you were white, uh, male, or someone privileged... By the racial and gender structures of our society to have your voice easy voice and heard, we will often ask you to hold off on your questions or comments to give others priority and we'll come back to you a bit later or at another time. This syllabus to bread. And they said within that little time, those who feel most privileged to speak begin to take the initiative to hold space for others who feel less comfortable speaking first, while those who tend to be more silenced in our society grow more comfortable speaking. I don't see nothing wrong with the syllabus, y'all. I don't see nothing wrong with the syllabus. Okay. Um, people started coming out and saying they had a very similar um uh, uh, similar experience and when a, another person class at the beginning of the semester I guess on the first day of the course the professor mentioned the white males probably shouldn't raise their hands until at least three or four other people spoke and you know what guess what they probably did that because they sick of the dumb shit that they probably saying out their mouth they probably annoyed by it they over it and they ain't got time for it so they want to hear something else they want to hear some more educational educated people okay Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Of course, the privilege. They got mad. They cried. Went home. Went to the, you know, uh, to the prince. You know, when you're in college, what's it called? The, the, uh, not the, um, uh, damn, not the principal. Damn, that's in high school. When you're in college, the president. Okay. So they probably did all of these, but, you know, crying and complaining and shit. And now, you know, they so upset and they done got this syllabus. I, I personally don't have nothing, don't see nothing wrong with it. What's wrong with it? I mean, the teacher's probably sick of y'all giving some dumbass reasonings, dumbass solutions, dumbass answers. And she's probably tired of hearing the same people talk. To me, it's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, people took offense to it. 
Um, they, you know, say, you know, how, I'm, how am I supposed to get a full participation grade if I'm not called on because of the way I was born? Oh, so now they're screaming racism, y'all. Ain't it funny? <laughs> Ain't it hilarious? So, uh, they didn't support, of course, the university didn't support her stance. Um, they removed the language from her syllabus. Um, so she updated the syllabus, removing that part in question. And, um, you know, I guess she just said, you know, um, she had, I guess, shared some views about capitalism and things like that. And, you know, they just got upset with her. So a lot of the students, you know, they didn't find nothing really wrong with it, um, one of the students who is a junior in the psychology department says these conversations are necessary when discussing race. She said more times than not, the people who are still dominating these conversations are white, when really it should be the people of color talking about our own experiences. She said, I feel like that should be the focus of the conversation, not to say that anybody else can also speak on it as well. But I think we should leave room for people of color to speak because unfortunately, there usually isn't any. And, that, and like I said, I agree with all of this. We don't. It was, it's nothing wrong with her wanting to have other people share their insights, share their stories versus just listening to the same drawn individuals that's complaining and saying nothing. Probably saying, oh, well, I don't believe that. I don't think that's happening. I know. No way. You know, my parents, you know. She don't have time for that. She don't want to hear that. So I agree with this. I don't have no issue with it. Okay. And, you know, of course, you know, they went and snitched and school principals and school uh, presidents and all that other stuff. So, you know, her bio, I guess, it, it violated the school principals and her bio was removed from the university's website. Girl, and I don't even, at this point, she probably doesn't even really care. I mean, she probably wants. I mean, she, of course she needs the job, but I mean, if I was her, I probably would have told that university, kiss my ass. Okay. <laughs> kiss my ass. They had a nerve to file a discrimination complaint. <laughs> a discrimination complaint. Now, this is what y'all say. They filed a discrimination complaint during Black History Month, y'all. Not during Black History Month, child. That's what they did. Child, please. Listen, y'all, listen. The things that people do, it's an amazement. Don't y'all really think so? It's an amazement of things that people do. And when it when it turns around and flips, girl, please. They just be crying all over the place, just out of focus. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, we have Ashley Podar. So she is a founder of Shop Ruby Samsung. So Ruby Samsung is a fashion utility brand for texture hair women that was founded in 2016. Her company helps women regain confidence in their natural beauty after significant lifestyle change, such as ditching chemicals and transitioning to natural hair texture or recovering from cancer. Um, the brand offers silk line hair accessories and apparel for women who experience hair loss, uh, chronic um, like diseases and breakage, you know, things like that. So shout out to Ashley. Um, her Instagram is um, at shop Ruby Samson. So that's S-H-O-P. 
R-U-B-Y-S-A-M-P-S-O-N. And then her website is R-U-B-Y-S-A-M-P-S-O-N.com. So shout out to my girl. We lift you up. Um, you can also find her on the Young African Professionals um, page on Instagram. And you can look up some more details for her there. So shout out to my girl. So let's get into the Twerk Something segment, girl. So the Twerk Something segment, baby, listen. I ain't been doing too much twerking, y'all, because I'm getting a little older, okay? I'm 35 this year, so my twerking has, you know, calmed down some. I don't do too much. I just do a little, not too much. I don't get people too much, but when I do, I, I fucked it up. Now, listen, I go on my Twitter, and, you know, I'm in my, you know, I'm relaxing. I think I tweeted this maybe last week or so. You see, when I tweeted this, y'all. Um, let me see. Uh, let's see, guys. Okay. So, I tweeted this six days ago. And this is the tweet that I tweeted. I said, so, if Tory Lanez is innocent, what y'all plan on doing to Megan? Because it was glass in her foot, not no bullet fragments. And she also used Breonna Taylor's death to cause tension between black males and females. Like, is she going to get canceled? So right now, I have 197 likes. A lot of people are retweeting. A lot of people are talking about this. And I just want to know because, you know, it came out that they hid the bullet fragments or they never pulled any bullet fragments from her foot. And, you know, she went on this whole, like campaign run you know quote Malcolm X you know sitting with Maxine you know doing all these things and in the midst of it all we have this black man's career online you know he's already probably been in some little bit of trouble he has a son he's from Canada you know he's probably not the best of person but I would hope that he wouldn't have done something like this so, you know, I have never picked a side when this whole situation had came out because I was just looking at it from the fact of, you know, what if this is a lie? What if, you know, like I said before in other episodes, and I even said to my friends, like, what if she's lying? Because people lie. Women lie. Men lie. People lie. So, just because she's a woman, we're just going to go off of the strength of what she says is right because she's a woman? No. I'm going to go off of, I need more evidence. I need more of the story because the story that I'm getting, it doesn't sound right. It's not even piecing together. And Tori has been out, recorded albums, you know, and it's just crazy that all these things happened once it became independent. So... You know, I'm just trying to figure it out. What energy are we going to give Megan if this comes back to bite her in the ass? Because she really pretty much almost could send an innocent black man to jail. And we already deal with that on a daily basis. You you know, because there's already innocent black men in jail. They have done nothing, still fighting, still trying to, you know, get their truth out there. 
So I'm just trying to figure out like what exactly we're going to do for her. Like what is Rock Nation going to do? And I'm just so much embarrassed with Rock Nation because it was like, why would you even allow this behavior? Why would y'all even allow for her to use Breonna Taylor's death and this protect black women hashtag, this protect this to her future game? Like it's crazy to me. Like the amount of fame that people want is beyond like there trust me there are a lot of drugs out there that can harm you cocaine crystal meth like all these drugs that can you know kill you if you do too much of it you know if you do little of it it has you you know just down and out but like i said before the biggest drug of anything the biggest drug in the game is fame and people will do whatever they can to gain that fame. And I feel like we have to hold her to a certain standard. We really do. Because if this comes back and this is not how it really played out or how it really happened, this can be terrible for her career. Like, people may not cancel her, even though I don't believe in cancel culture, because look at Kanye. But... I do feel like this is going to make or break her. Um, She is definitely going to be the talk (laughs) of the internet. Okay? If she thought she went viral before, oh, baby, she's about to feel the viral. Okay? So, I'm just trying to figure it out. You know, I ain't trying to cause no ruckus on Twitter. You know, I just, you know, like to tweet my little thoughts and the little 140 characters that I do have. And I'm just trying to, you know, gather up the pieces. And the pieces right now is not looking too good. It really isn't. So I'm just really trying to figure it out. Matter of fact, I think they go to court today. I think. I'm not 100% sure. But, you know, Tori has been posting some subliminals, you know, and he's been in good spirit. So, of course, he would know more than we would know because he was there. And then, of course, people was drinking. That's another thing. People was drinking. So, it's like, you know, the next day, did she get the story? You know, the next day, she was twerking. It, it's just a lot with the situation. I just feel that as the community, we cannot give up on each other. You know, they already are trying to pin agendas and pin narratives okay you know they already don't appreciate our black men so it's just like you know why should we be following suit you know we should be able to appreciate each other and be able to depend on each other as a community because when it all falls down we are the only ones we got nobody no other race gives a fuck about us they may act like they do but they don't so that's little, that situation really irritates me because I'm just looking at everything and things are slowly coming out and I'm reading tweets of how people is just like coming down on the black man and then the black man is coming down on the women and it was just so crazy. It was just like the tension was just like eating, eating, eating at each other. And it was just like, yo, like, but we don't even really know. Like one, we weren't there. Two, it was alcohol involved. And three, this just don't sound right. Like, we just going to immediately go. Like, no, I just don't immediately just go with a female because I'm a female. No, because I know how we can get. I know we be lying. You know, like when you take a pregnancy test and you messing with a nigga, 
he immediately thinks you probably lying. He immediately, some of them, not all. Oh, you were sleeping around. Da, da, da. Like, it's just instincts that you have. And it's just like an instinct what I have. Like, I just don't believe immediately everything that people say. I just can't. Because if I did... <laughs> My God, I'll just be one gullible person, okay? Like, I'll just the gullible, like, just be so gullible. So, you know, I just want to know what's going to happen. Like, are y'all going to feel some type of way? Are y'all still going to stream it? You know, because, you know, Kanye is supposed to been canceled millions of times ago. But Kanye is Kanye. Kanye didn't went on rants. He didn't told y'all slavery was a choice, but y'all didn't get what he was saying. Okay, he didn't did all these things. He done ranted for the whole month of February to the point where he done had a stream of Steam player come out. He done made two point something million. He done had Donda 2 yesterday. That aired. Thousands of people went and bought tickets. Thousands of people were merch. Thousands of people streamed it. Netflix documentary. Got Balenciaga, like, all these things, going all these rants. And I'm just having these little, you know, not debates, not arguments, but I'm just telling my friends, like, yo, this is what he does. Like, yes, we know that he's bipolar. Yes, if you watch the David Letterman special on Netflix, he says, you know, he doesn't take his medicine because it messes with his creativeness when he's trying to make music and in his zone, you know, doesn't help him. And I never forget, I was with my mom at a therapy session. And I mentioned that. And the therapist said, some people are able to control their bipolar depression to the point where they have manic episodes and it puts their manic episodes in a creative space. It puts their depression, their, you know, their sickness into a whole never universe where they're able to maneuver and navigate through life. And then some people just aren't that strong or probably built that strong. And when I thought about that, I was like, okay. And I watched the first part of the documentary. Okay. I see Donda, how she's talking to Ye, the confidence that she put it in him, you know, she instilled that, you know, you are that person. Like, you are the shit. Like, you are. Like, when you look in the mirror, it's, like, she instilled that ego in him. Okay? Like, that's where that ego came from. And then I look at episode two. I'm just like, damn. Like, yeah, he was, like, hunger. Like, he was ready. Like, he had the car accident. Wrapped in a whole song with his jaw wire shut like I'm just seeing him in a whole different light compared to what we're getting on the internet these rants and things and I just telling people I'm like yo you need to watch this documentary like I feel like I'm a damn like uh marketing person for him or some shit like I feel like I'm his publicist like sometimes I feel like I'm the artist's publicist and I'm not really their publicist because I just be thinking like of things of how their publicist should do things so I'm just like Yo, like, you have to look at this documentary. Like, you will see him in a whole different light. You will get to understand him better. They're like, no, no, Shay. You know, he needs help mentally. He's going down bad. Like, this is not the old yay. And I'm just like, but what is the old yay? Because when I look at this documentary, I still see the same yay. 
still outspoken, still doing what he want to do, going against the norm. Ego is to the umph power. Okay, like nobody can tell him what to do. Untouchable. I, I still see that. So are we saying he's not the oh yeah because of music? Because when I looked at episode two, he been doing that choir thing. When he did Through the Wire, he sat down with a choir and he was directing a choir director on how to direct the choir to sound good on the track. So the Sunday service thing is nothing new. That's already been manifest. Um, The fashion, he said, you know, when he was in the hospital for seven days, he was looking at, you know, rappers and stuff coming out and he was looking like, damn, like, what is these, what is he, what is they wearing? Like, when I get back on this thing, I got to be the freshest rapper out. I got to be more fashionable than these niggas. Like, he already manifested and did things. Now, granted, yes, we can agree that when his mother passed away, things went down here. You know, he shouldn't have been on that damn red carpet with that damn thing of Hennessy. Shouldn't have been there with Amber Rose, none of those things. But what he did to Taylor Swift, we can agree that that was correct. He wasn't lying. He wasn't lying. Single ladies was way better than what Taylor Swift was giving. And what Taylor Swift do? She eat it off of that. Built her career up. Because who the fuck was checking for Taylor? Okay? Kanye just made her bigger. And he knows that. So, my point is, when he goes on these rants, the rants are a little bit too much. Yes. Like, me and my friend Rob, we was talking about it. It was like, the rants... Rants are a little bit too much. Like, we we know when something's coming out because he gears up and goes on these rants, okay? In the midst of them, some of them is true. Some of them is just like, yay, you're doing a little trolling. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing a little bit too much. But when it comes to this whole Kim thing, you know, I'm not the biggest Kardashian fan, even though people swear that I am because I just take a phone. I'm just seeing logic. You know what I'm saying? I'm just seeing things. Like, everybody like this curse and dungeon. Listen, these men, like I've been saying that my my, my um, opinion has never changed. These men get with them, not because they like them, not because they want them or they see them attractive. The only person who probably saw attractiveness was Kanye because I like I keep quoting that interview he said he thought Kim was the beautiful most beautiful girl in the world some of these men get with them because they want the fame they want to be recognized okay they 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 want the limelight they want the paparazzi they want the career to blossom so you know Kanye is Kanye either we take him Either we love them, either we don't. But at the end of the day, it's selling. And at the end of the day, guess who buying the music? It ain't us. We already we already know who buys all the music. It's the white population. They buy all the music. Because one, they have all of the money. And two, black people are very stingy with what they want to buy. <laughs> okay? So, and I think Kanye knows that as well. That's why he not really tripping too much. But, you know, 
Hey, like it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot with Gay, but I appreciate the genius behind him. I appreciate Donda and I love their relationship that they had. And I do recommend y'all watch that documentary because I'm telling you it would see him in a different light. And let me tell you something, the Kardashians, Kanye is the only one. Okay, the Kardashians own the media, baby. They've been styling as a lamb. Because they know they can't compete with Ye when it comes to the business. He will let us know everything. Because that's what Black China was going to do. She had one little fucking job. She had one little job. But she got up in there and wanted to hit and kick and act a fucking fool. She had one little job. All she had to do was marry Rob because Rob was so in love with her. Okay? But they got Kanye. And Kanye cannot be controlled. He can't be told what to do. He don't listen to Chris. Yeah, he gave Chris her little props, but he ain't thought. Okay, he ain't fucking thought because he know, he know they don't want to mess with him. That's why I know crazy stories been out. And I won't be surprised, like I've been saying, if Kim, Pete, and all of them is in on this shit, this whole publicity type of stunt thing. Because I can't, for my life, see why Kim is interested in him. Like, I, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't know where it's coming from. But like I, like I always say, if she like it, I love it. But, I mean, hey, yeah, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. Ain't going nowhere. But, you know, it's sad to see when it comes to, you know, people, you know, leaving that's been here for a while. You know, Wendy Williams, her show is going to be done after 14 seasons. And she's been in the game for a very long time. And, you know, Wendy really went down when that husband cheated on her with Sharina. Okay, the girl who's been the side girl since whenever. And once she had that baby, once she had that baby, you know, that really broke Wendy. As much as she don't want to show it, as much as she doesn't want to tell it, it really broke her. And that's when she started, you know, falling down. You know, that's when everything really fell down for Wendy because that broke her. It broke her to the point where of more so embarrassment. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is Wendy Williams. Like, what? Like, you have a baby? So I said it to say that. There will never be another Wendy Williams, you know, even though we have the Tasha K's and, the, you know, Jason Lee's and, you know, things like that. Hell, even, you know, I'm not even comparing myself to Wendy because I'm I'm the bomb by my damn self. You guys, I told a girl the other day, I own the room by my personality alone. You hear what I say? So we, you know, why can't we just, just always stay in our own lanes? Why we always got to try to compare ourselves and things? But Wendy Williams is the goat of this shit. And, you know, it's sad to see her go down the way that she's going down. But I hope that eventually she'll blossom back up. But I'm telling y'all, when that when he had that baby by, by the girl, that Sharina that he'd been messing with for a long period of time, it really broke Wendy. And Wendy went down a very dark path. Let me tell you something. A lot of females can take the cheating and things depending on what they man is giving them or whatever the case may be. And then a lot of females, you know, it breaks them. You know, certain things break certain people. And that broke her. And, you know, I appreciate the show. You know, Wendy has always remained her authentic self. And she's always kept it a hundred. You know what I'm saying? She never sugarcoated nothing. She didn't care who you was when you came on the show. She let you know straight to your face, everything. Ain't thought. I think people respected her for that. But baby, having that baby, baby, 
Ooh, that broker didn't even then i think i saw somewhere he trying to get back with her or something like he just using her using her i don't even i hope he ain't used up all her money and shit because i know i saw where the bank was trying to freeze her asses it, it was it's getting a little crazy for wendy it really is but i hope she's able to come back from it i really do but there will never be another wendy williams never will be never will be ever never will be i mean sherry shepherd you know i'm glad she getting her shine you know she i liked her when she was you know doing the coasting for wendy while she was gone it, it was nice i appreciated it it was cute but won't be another wendy williams at all no won't be one um i don't know y'all i just you know these last couple you know <laughs> Things have just been, you know, Kiki White is pregnant again, you know, with her 11th child. Child, listen, I'm just trying to figure out how she's so fertile. Lord have mercy. 11 kids? She about to have 11 kids, y'all. 11 kids. Nick Cannon got eight. I'm just letting y'all know, Kiki White may be the female future. Or the female Nick Cannon. I don't know. I saw somewhere somebody was talking about they Adam and Eve. Now, why y'all want to bring the Bible into it? I do not know. Like, don't bring the Lord into this, okay? But, honey, she very fertile. I can't even imagine having 11 kids. Not alone one. Well, at least all, at least all of them is grown. But she got to deal with the newborn again. But I wonder what her bank account looking like. Like, how she's supporting these people. Because... She ain't had no song out since the Avant song. And that's the only song she sang or performed. She don't sing or perform nothing else. When I saw that picture, I said, there's no way. There's no way this girl is pregnant again. This is a false alarm. And she got to be in her 40s. Child. Mm, mm, mm. She got a whole family. What's that? It was a show out there when they had all them kids. I forgot the name of it. They used to come on TLC. Because, you know, TLC be having them little unique type of shows. Like, I'm a 2,000 pounds and I want to eat pizza and shit like that. They be having them weird ass shit. And I think it was a show on there about having all these kids. I don't know what the name of it was, but it was a show on there. At this point, somebody need to give her a reality show. Because I'm sure that house be bad shit crazy. It has to be. All I know is this. Even though I say she's the female future, don't nobody better not say shit about my brother future because this one tops the cake. I mean, goddamn. And she ain't using no condoms because she got a husband. I think when you got your husband, you shouldn't use no condoms. But if your husband start doing some crazy stuff, you know, like, you starting to, like, feel those certain things out. And maybe you should start using condoms because he probably out there doing something. But they not using no condoms. Hell no, they ain't. And Nick Cannon talking about he be using condoms. Two condoms. He a lie. Girl, he lying. Like I said, them girls are signing NDAs or something. Because every girl he get would get pregnant. There's no way. No fucking way. Just like I don't even believe that Angela Simmons got pregnant when she first became a virgin. I don't never believe that shit. If somebody said they got pregnant when they first became, after they lost their virginity, that's crazy to me. What the hell? Because I know that shit had to hurt. It had to. It had to hurt. 
I know it did. And if it didn't, they lying. They gotta be lying. Because there's no way. But Kiki Wild Child, I guess she's just gonna keep performing my first love. And I guess it's gonna keep getting her some money in her pocket, cuz she got 11 kids. I don't even want to know the ages of them, child. Let me look and see what the ages of the kids is because this don't make no sense. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, Lord. She's in a May CNN. This is so much news. Girl, she been married three times. Yeah, like I... Yeah, she been married three times. She definitely needs a, a, a show. She needs a show. She needs a show because this don't make no damn sense. Let me see what the children's name is. Okay. Lord, these names. She got Ki- Kirara. Kiosha. Kimar. Kendall. Kivira. Child, these names. Okay. All the names start with a K. And... They just, I don't even know. But the, I don't even know, child. They all stop with K's, Lord. She'd have kept the K's alive. Boy, mercy Jesus. She's 39, y'all. She's not even, she's 39. She's 39. She's pregnant with her 11th child. Oh, Lord, child, Lord. She need her own show, Lord, with all these kids. She needs her own show, Lord. Mm-mm-mm-mm. This is with her second husband. Her 11th baby with her second husband. <sighs> Somebody gonna pick her up. She gonna be on the show. She gonna be. She gonna be on TLC. She gonna be on TLC, y'all. I'm telling y'all. There's no way that she's not gonna be on that show. She's definitely gonna be on that show. And if anybody says anything different, they're crazy and stupid. Because as far as I'm concerned, she gonna be on it. All right. Before we close out this um the twerk time segment, y'all. Euphoria is coming to an end. It really is, and I enjoyed it. I loved it. I'm scared about what's going to happen. I don't want to get into it in case people didn't see it, but all I know is it's been given what it's supposed to give, and Zendaya did a beautiful job. It's been amazing, and I'm ready for season three. I really am. I'm ready for season three, and that, listen, the play was everything. Lexi, the tweet the tweet for the week is Lexi, okay? Like, that's the tweet for the week, Lexi. Because Lexi really did her thing. Like, she killed it. And the play, listen, I don't know what budget the play had because it's supposed to be a school play. But, baby, they were up in there giving. So, she did every and everything that I loved. And I appreciated it. I really did. I really did. I mean, euphoria is that shit. A lot of people, you know, I saw people like, oh, my God. In high school, I w- yeah, in high school, we definitely weren't doing half that shit. I mean, some of the kids probably were. Who knows? But I don't think it was given that. But, hmm. Lexi. Shout out to Lexi. That's all I have to say. Just shout out to Lexi. Shout out to Lexi. Shout out to Lexi because my girl had a budget that was crazy. Okay? Crazy. And, and when I say... So... Speaking of budgets, I saw Ari. She get paid 30K just to show up somewhere. 30K just to show up somewhere. Can you imagine? Like, what the fuck am I doing when I go to these, you know, these places, these networking events? 30K? Like, 
I need to get it. I need to get it together. Like seriously. 30k she said she she don't get no less than 20k probably so she's not getting like 7 8 10 she's getting 30 to 20k just to show up somewhere sit in a um sectional get some liquor and wear some tight ass shit that's it 30k 30k i need to get up there with that because baby i must be doing something totally wrong I need to start charging people for my presence okay sorry friends I may have to charge y'all, starting at probably $5, if y'all want to hang out with me, because I got to amp up my Eddie. because baby, 30K, that's a lot, that's a good, good amount, good, good amount. All right, so let's get into what you won't do segment, okay, what you won't do. Now, what y'all won't do is come at Maxie Gray for her performance at the All-Star, Okay. She put her own rendition on the Star Spangled Banner. I mean, was she probably drunk? Who knows? Because the way that she uh, grabbed Jennifer Hudson and gave her a hug, baby, that was, I don't know what was going on with that. But listen, she sang the song she wanted to sing, and she sang the good. And as far as I'm concerned, okay, she doesn't talk when Fergie went out there and sang. But what you won't do is make fun of Macy because Macy, okay, she sings the songs the way she wants to sing it. Now, it did sound like some kitty shit, like she was half asleep. And it's, you know what? It sounds like she had a piece of edible probably. Because maybe that's how, you know, when you have a piece of edible, it just takes over your body. And you just, you know, you just, you know, you just out of. So maybe that's what it was. But. That's what y'all won't do. Y'all won't come at Macy, okay? Because Macy Gray, all right, she sounds like she's always sound. Ain't nothing changed with Macy. Her hair ain't changed. Her style ain't changed. Ain't none of that changed, okay? So she did what she needed to do, and we loved it. Yeah, so that's what we won't do, okay? So this is episode... 145 all falls down listen people i hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week um please please you know if you're not a subscriber of the pod please go and subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend tell your friend your boyfriend your baby daddy friends all your friends okay and um you guys can follow us on all social media platforms twitter instagram and we also are looking for sponsors so please you know slide into my dms and you know we can talk some business good people um I try to give the episodes every two weeks now. I'm doing something different there. So, you know, gives me time to build up some content. So I just ask that y'all be a little bit patient with the girl. Okay. But it will be coming. And I do appreciate everyone's support. And I just hope everyone enjoys your weekend. Um, and I'm out.